What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Joshua Shrinko. And I'm um, on my way to do a little river float with my my best fishing bud, Christian Vaughn. Um, we're meeting at the uh, Golden Arches to um, head out and do uh, a float on one of our favorite stretches of river here in Indiana. Um it's a kind of a last minute deal i got uh back from a week-long beach vacation um last night got home about 11 o'clock and um yeah just honestly i couldn't uh help the entire time that i was there think about smallmouth um because you know fall time is the last kind of good aggressive bite of the year and I know we're right in the middle of it and I you know as fun as the the vacation was and I'll talk about that in a little bit um did some fishing there it just is not the same um so yeah I'm headed out uh I called Chris on my way home and it's like hey man let's uh let's do some fishing and you know, it didn't didn't take much prodding for him to um, to clear his schedule, and, and yeah, we're uh, we're gonna meet up here in about five minutes um, and head out to do a, a stretch on the the River Rat. Um, brought to you by River Rat USA, by the way. Um, so we're gonna put that thing on a, a really good stretch of river. Um, Historically, this is we were debating on two different stretches, and and I'll talk about that when we get into the car with Chris. But um, we decided to go with a um, what I would describe as a small river, um, as opposed to a medium to large river. Uh, for Indiana, it's a large river for sure. Um, but. Uh, the rain we had some rain while i was gone and apparently the the flows popped um and the the one river we were thinking about going to is the tippecanoe and it has a control flow dam and they were letting some water out apparently because it was uh uh, this flowing about 2000 cfs which for that river is pretty it's up there it's it's not like dangerous high or anything but it's just definitely definitely bumping um, and that could mean a couple of things. That could mean that that was really good, but we, you know, I don't know for sure. But anyways, I want to get the intro, uh, out of the way, kind of, um, you know, it's been, I think, uh, what, when we, maybe three weeks since our last episode. Um, so we're going to try to do an on the water deal today and really get some, uh, capture the essence of the trip and try to, um, hopefully get on some cause, um, to be honest with you, uh, the last time I went out with Chris was a complete dud, so we'll talk about that as well. But anyways, um, I'll catch you guys whenever uh, whenever we uh, come up on Chris. See ya. All right, we back. 
<laughs> Chris, uh, um, we stopped by the gas station, got a little, got a little, couple Sammies. Chris, with the ingenuity, you know, orders this 12 inch, asked the lady to split it into two six inches and, and wrap it separately. And I, honestly, I would look, the look on her face was somewhat of astonishment. Like she'd never seen that before. She'd never seen it. <laughs> she ain't never seen it. I can only handle six inches at a time though. <laughs> she was, she was like, what did you say? What? I just don't understand what you said. <laughs> okay, let's let's ease up on the accents there, bud. <laughs> I have a sandwich in my mouth. I was just talking normally. What do you mean accent? Yeah, you know, you you can go wrong a lot of ways as a white male, straight white male these days. You gotta you gotta really watch your mouth. But you know, no 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 racism intended. But Indian people own a lot of the gas stations and subways. It's just a fact of life. They're amazing like, at it. That's why. They're they, so good at it. They are good at it. I would say that. They, they've they dominated the marketplace. This is delicious. Yeah, I haven't even eaten mine yet. Um, but yeah, so we're headed off. So we had a little... I, I kind of explained to our audience, you know, come back from vacation, I called you last minute, and gave you a boner, apparently, which is always a good thing. Insdirection. Insdirection. Um... And yeah, we uh, we decided to go. We kind of toiled back and forth and made a last minute call to not go to the tip of canoe, go to the Flat Rock instead. What are your thoughts about this choice, Chris? Well, I was originally thinking tip of canoe just because I think it's a little bit more resistant to like cold fronts and bad weather and stuff like that. But I don't know, dude. I've just I don't know. I think that was my thought process on leaning towards Tippecanoe, but we really haven't done Flat Rock very much this year at all, so I think it's about time we get back on it, get in the raft, you know, and I think, you know, if these fish are starting to move back into wintering holes, it might be kind of difficult to find them on Tippecanoe right now, so that's my thought process. Yeah, and I, you know, I said this last night, didn't get much feedback from text, but I think you're you're a little little tipsy last night. Um, but I personally, I think a cold front is a good thing this time of year because when it's when we're having the Indian summer and they're like, you know, it's like 80 degrees out in the middle of October. Those fish don't really know what to do. They're like, what the hell? What's going on? When it gets cold like this, a lot of times that triggers that fall kind of like. All right, shit's about to get real. I need to feed up. Right. Now, that theory may be complete bullshit by the time we get done with the float today, but I feel like we have a chance to get on a good fall bite. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm really hoping on a fluke topwater bite. That's really what I'm hoping. And I, I've seen some guys catch them on topwater yep. recently. Yep. I'm hoping for the same thing, exact same thing. Yeah, I saw Ryan Dahl. Uh, smoked a big fatty on a on a walk the dog lure yesterday, I believe. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm really uh, hoping that that pattern might hold up. We don't have a lot of leaves on the water, which is a good thing. So it's a rare circumstance where it's like a fall bite, not a ton of leaves on the water. It's not supposed to be that windy today. Um, so we might. You just never know. You, never you know. know. 
you, you never know. I think we made the right decision. Yeah, we definitely know this river a lot better, um, and it's easier to break down. I was explaining the flow on the tippy was about 2,000. Flow on here is what, like 200? Yeah, 100. So it's pretty low. Uh, it, it, it's actually not low. It's just it's just like no, normal like, for this time of year. Well, it's like five times higher than normal. Yeah. Year, so. Yeah, it can get definitely below 50 for sure, uh, which is sounds like a trickle. But it's I would consider it's a small river, but it's not like tiny. Right. Uh, it's big enough to, you know, it's appropriate sizes. It, it would be like what you would think of as like, a, like an Ozark trout stream or something you know it's got that we definitely would never dream of running our jet boats on it i have definitely dreamed of it i mean you wouldn't even try it yeah it'd be tough um definitely got a lot of exposed rock and shallow areas and um really there's there are a couple dams upstream of where we're fishing but really from here down to the confluence of um well i guess it was a big blue it runs into or driftwood um yeah it's it's all free flowing so um yeah we'll see what happens i i had mentioned to the audience a couple things one i just got back from florida and i did uh uh we went to a place uh cape san blas uh chris has been there before um and my goal, like, this is my my second time going, went with my brother's family. He's been down there many a times. And Danny had, has told the tale of a huge redfish he caught. Um, and it got me all boned up to go down there the last time. And I, my goal was, like, I'd never caught a redfish before. And I was like, man, I need to go down there, catch a redfish. Took the kayaks down last time. Didn't see any redfish. I caught a couple uh, trout. Spe- like speckled trout oh, you did? the last time yeah two years ago when we went down there um yeah and but i really just you know i didn't know what i was doing this time we went down and i was pretty determined like every single bait shop we went into i was like grilling the guys at the counter like okay my goal is to catch one red fish where do i need to go what do i need to use and i'm like buying all this shit and uh so we went out to one place that's kind of like a flats area there's uh this place is a cape and you have the the ocean front and then the bay behind it in the bay was where we were concentrating our efforts we did catch some flounder we actually caught a bunch of flounder ate them um off the beach but on the inside is where all your intercoastal type fish are and um so I think Chris has got a fly hanging out the back of the car here. The fly line is going wild. It broke, it broke loose. Did it? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Um, but anyways, we were trying to get on some redfish and the went to this bay access. It was our private bay access for our house that we had. Drove the my wife's. Acadia through some wicked off-road trails to get there it was definitely going through it I was like we're gonna get this thing stuck uh got back there though and dude it was freaking sick like went out to the middle of this sandbar out out on the flat and it really just like we launched and I was like oh there's a sandbar let's go check it out went out there immediately bumped like two big reds off the corner of it and I was like oh shoot they're out here 
and started fishing with a golden spoon. It was a golden weedless spoon. It's, a lot of guys were telling me like gold spoons, gold spoons, gold spoons. And uh, so I put a little grub trailer on the back of it. And dude, it wasn't like, I was probably in that spot for like five minutes throwing up onto the sandbar dude. And I hooked up with a freaking monster. And <clears throat> the thing was it it's weird. Like I, I sent these pictures over to a buddy of mine. That's both a smallmouth guy and a redfish guy. He lives, uh, in Virginia. So he has access to both. And he was like, Oh dude, this redfish are going to ruin smallmouth fishing for you. And I got to be honest, dude. I mean, my blood just runs that bronze runs too deep in my blood, dude. <laughs> they just, I, as cool as those things were, they were not smallmouth. And, and uh, they pulled a lot harder. So they're, they're like, you like have to loosen up your drag for like, they're making some nasty runs, especially the 26 incher I caught, dude, that thing was, it was taxing my medium action, seven foot spinning rod. Um, but, uh, they don't, Did you see him like, was it sight fishing? Like you? So the last day, Friday, yes, it was that day you could you would see him but it was so choppy you couldn't like cast at him you just knew like oh i see some movement up in that area i'm gonna just make a bunch of casts into that area and try to work it through where they're at and then you just get hit um whereas friday when we went danny caught three i didn't catch any on friday you could it was calm enough you could see them and the problem is dude those things are dude they're so spooky like if they see you within like 30 yards they're gone so on in a kayak it was hard because like i was standing on my seat trying to see them right and it, it was it was tough to see them but um i did get a couple eats i just didn't hook up on them and danny danny was doing the same thing that we were doing the day before he was just casting that i let him have that same area because he he didn't he caught one but it was a smaller one so i was like oh, i'll let him have this area and i went down the bay a little bit and i found some but I just wasn't able to get him to eat. But anyways, it was really fun, super cool. But I was explaining on the way up here in the first segment that the whole time, and, and I'm not saying I, I had a great time and left my phone in the house the most of the time. Didn't, you know, I disconnected for sure. But um, the smallmouth was on the back of my mind. It was on my brain. I was like, man, we only have what, like, at the most we probably have four weeks left of like active fishing um and i was like dude i need it so when we were on our way home i was like dude i need to call chris <laughs> we need to get out <laughs> so that's what we're doing and i was also saying the last time we went was might be the worst trip we've ever had yeah was not great well it wasn't the worst because we weren't out that long so it was somewhat of a uh a shortened misery um, yeah, but it was bad. It was real bad. Yeah, we've had a couple days, though. I remember, you know, when we were talking like on the tippy, you remember that fall day in your hard-bottom drift boat? Yes. <laughs> we floated nine miles, and it took all day, and we dude, we didn't catch anything. Yeah. We, we caught a couple fish, but it was... Maybe ten. Maybe ten fish. Yeah, I don't even day. think we caught that. And they weren't anything to speak of either. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think we have a lot... That kept... That was in the back of my mind... Um, when we were talking about going there today, I was like, fall. 
Yeah. Tippy. Oof, so, I don't know. And last time I went, I went with Derek Burton like two months ago, and I promised myself I would never go back. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it wasn't. We did, we caught a lot of fish, but just dink fest. Yeah, and, and the thing is with the tippy is like it can be it's it's a much more boomer bust option because be good when it winter option good winter option yeah but I mean when I've been there in the spring and the summer when you just have windows there where the flows are right dude it has a ton of big fish and if they're eating they're up eating in the kind of shallower areas it can be a fun river it's just you just never know and it's a two hour drive for us so it's like you go up there and you're committed. You know, at least with the jet boat, we can cut it short if we want to. Um, but, yeah, we decided to do a more familiar stretch. Uh, I think, I don't know, if, have we ever been on this river this late in the year? Never. Never. Yeah. I, I think the latest we've been on it is maybe like a month ago. Um, for me, anyways. You know, September-ish. So, this is going to be interesting to see what the fish are doing. It's going to be, I, I don't know if it's going to be clear enough to see them. I don't, that's going to be a very precarious situation if it's muddy. But for that, me, it'll be very precarious for me because I, I only brought fly rods today. Well, I have plenty of conventional stuff for you if you need to use it. But um, we'll see, man. I mean, uh, we'll see what's going to look like. I, I, this time of year you never know but if i had to guess well here's what we're going to do our prediction for today um okay we're going to do how many f- total fish how many total fish over 18 and how many total fish 20s okay okay i'm gonna go total fish i'm gonna go 41 18s i'm gonna go three zero twenties uh i'm gonna go 25 fish three eighteens zero twenties we're pretty close then the main difference is i think we're gonna catch a bit more and here's how we're gonna catch a bit more as we're gonna i'm gonna fish on bottom so (laughs) that's we're gonna catch more because just just to win the bat just to win the uh, the prediction well yeah here's the river let's peek at her it's pretty good it, it didn't look muddy, but it didn't look chocolatey anyways. It shouldn't be muddy. I mean, it should... I think there might be some reduced visibility, but it shouldn't be muddy. It'll be, you know, I think two, two and a half feet of visibility at least. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, you just don't know. Um, but yeah, so... This time of year, you know, top water can be really good. It, it's not like a numbers thing. You just catch big fish on top water. Um, the bait fish bite is usually good. Uh, spinner bait can be good if it's got a little bit of cloudiness to it. Um, you know, I'm sure Chris will be using his swimming flies, but I will say something that a lot of people don't talk about in the fall, but like a tube net rig, like crawfish bite, if they're not chasing bait fish, like dude, we've had some doozy days this time of year on bottom, like in by doozy i mean like they're like aggressive like it's not like as soon as it hits the bottom they'll come over and just absolutely truck it yeah so it's weird because most of the time on the bottom it's like a passive bite and this time of year if you get a bottom bite it's like an active bite like they're like crushing it like they'll like the one time we went a couple years ago maybe three years ago 
And dude, it was the windiest I've ever been fishing, like by a large margin. Uh, it was literally blowing our paddles off of our laps and our kayak. Um, like it was windy and dude, they were hitting it so hard. It didn't matter. You could have like a 10 foot bow in your line, dude. And it would just like, they would just crush it. I mean, they were crushing net rigs. They caught a hundred fish. At least it was probably close to a hundred fish day. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of nice ones too. Yeah. It was a, I think I caught like five over 18 that day or something like that. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was a really good trip. Um, but yeah, so, and that was like, when I say windy, like it was literally knocking trees over at home. Like I was kind of scared that I was going to get crushed by a tree or something. That was the trip that Chris got hypothermia, by the way. <laughs> uh, but anyways, well, we'll, uh, we're a little bit from the river. I'm going to crush your sandwich and, um, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll update you guys. Try to, try to record some while we're rowing and, let you know how the day's going. Let's. I'll set an alarm for. And if it's going poorly, we won't. <laughs> oh, I definitely will because we need to put out an episode. Uh, so I'm gonna make. I'm gonna do a 12 o'clock update. That'll be two hours in. So I'll do, set an alarm for 12. Do an update, and then uh, maybe every couple hours we'll update you guys, or if we get a big fish. So later. All right. So said I'd do an update at noon and we did not it's now six o'clock we didn't get on the water till like 11 chris how many fish do you think we've caught so our numbers estimation is way off yeah i would say 80 fish today um definitely finding them near wintering holes if it's not um you know if it's not five plus feet deep it's near a place that's five plus feet deep um really our we, we've had a bait fish bite like a fluke game changer but by and large it's on bottom a crawl imitation um so we pretty much switched over to fishing on bottom exclusively and uh the problem is we haven't really gotten to size we've a lot a lot of 10 to 13 inch fish few uh i think we got like two 16s a couple 15s and then uh 118 so chris chris caught the 18 just for clarification um but yeah now we're sort of we're wading through this area because it's a real skinny kind of shoal type area and um the raft needs uh needs pulled through it um yeah we just saw an eagle swoop down and snatch a fish out of the river it's pretty cool um all in all though pretty good day pretty fun day really just need a you know maybe two more over 18 to to make it a spectacular day which we're running out of time we got like three or four miles left and it's six so basically got <laughs> chris just fell down oh i got that one live bud <laughs> Ugh. Uh, but yeah we're uh we're running out of time we got like two hours left before dark 
and a lot of ground to cover so we might we'll have like a couple more halfway decent spots to hit where we know there's big fish so possibly still in the cards but we'll uh come back after we get done with this and give you the final tally overall though pretty damn good day well we're still in the river we're done fishing but we're still in the river <laughs> uh it's uh pitch dark um we misjudged our time uh it happens in the fall you know you're like stopping anchoring up although we lost our anchor today that we stole from someone <laughs> borrowed <laughs> and now we have to pay someone back for an anchor uh but yeah we're on the river i thought it i didn't think it got dark this early honestly um 7 or just chris has roaming me like i'm the prince of egypt just freaking got my legs crossed on the front deck. He's back there grunting. <laughs> uh, what would you? What would you? What would you uh, give this grade of this day, though, Chris? Um, well, just because we really didn't get the size we were after, I have to. I probably have to give it like an A minus. Um, but it was pretty good. Pretty great. I'll take an A minus. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so we, 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 we didn't tally our fish, which is our fault, but we were both pretty confident we were in triple digits today. So hundred fish, a lot of small fish. Um, we ended up, we did catch after our, I recorded last time, we did catch a couple nice ones. Had like, what, like three sixteens. Yeah. Um, nothing besides that one Chris caught that was 18, um, which, you know, it's kind of the par for the course for this river, the stretch. It just tends to fish. I would say we usually catch more like 15, so. Yeah. And we just didn't. We usually have one top-end fish, too. Like, yeah. Usually. Yeah, one, 120, one, you know, 19 and three-quarter, you know, something like that. Yeah, which we didn't see that today. But the fish were 100%, like, in a fall pattern. Like, they were... We caught them on bottom. Um, we caught them in deeper, slower areas that were at least adjacent to some sort of wintering area. Um, it was cool though because the river's not super low, but it's it's a uh, for this time of year it's it's flowing okay, but the water's really clear, so we were able to see a lot of features on the river that we haven't really seen before, which is kind of cool. Um, like, we found that one. I don't know even know. Did you know that ledge existed? Yeah, I did, but, you know, you can't see it as well. Yeah, there, there's this massive ledge. Um, huh? Beaver. <laughs> the beaver. The beaver's chasing us, bud. <laughs> yeah, we're used to those beaves just, like, hanging around. Those wet beaves. <laughs> This is this is where I caught that twenty. Yeah, yeah I got those banks confused. Um, but yeah, the fish were uh, kind of what we described on our way here. They were hitting bottom stuff very aggressively, which made it fun. Like it, it, it wasn't like your typical. You have to like drag it 
to the boat super slow. Like you were, I mean, at one point Chris was like almost reeling it, you know, like consistently, like just hopping it along the bottom and they would just smoke it. Um, so it was a fun day, man. It was a good, good time. Uh, you know, we have, this is this weekend. The next weekend is the last weekend of October, correct? No, I got two more weekends in October. Do we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So two more weekends in October and not to say you can't catch fish into November, but that's usually the delineation where it just starts to tail off. Um, obviously you can catch fish all the way up until it freezes, but it's just how slow is the fishing? How hard do you have to try? You know, how much, you know, clothing do you have to gear up with? All those things make, uh, winter fishing sometimes, you know, it's, it, I like to honestly wait until like December. It's usually probably in the wintertime. We've had our best luck. What? Like around Christmas time, right? Uh, yeah, usually the week before Christmas, Christmas time, yeah. Yeah. That's so, probably just when we get to go, honestly. That's we'll true. work or have time off, you know, time available. Yeah, that's true. Um, but this is, you know, it's a just different, you know, it's a whole different ordeal than this. This is, this felt like an actual trip, you know, like, like a real, you know, fish were aggressive. We were seeing fish, they were... You know, we did have some hits and moving stuff, but for the most part, it was all um, on bottom. So, but yeah, honestly, that's all I have. Chris, you, you have anything you want to add here, bud? No, nope. I'm so sorry if I've offended anyone <laughs> for my accent at the beginning. I've been beating myself up nonstop about it. <laughs> uh, what uh, what was the flyby like today? Um, well, it got really super windy, so I kind of put it down, but... We had, uh, I caught maybe probably six or seven on a swim fly at the beginning of the day. You know, we got on a decent enough bite, but we kind of figured out, you know, about a mile and a half, two miles into the stretch that it was, they were just absolutely crushing bottom. So between the wind and, you know, between the wind and having a bottom bite, I just went ahead and gave up the ghost. But it was fun, man. Great trip. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you can't complain anytime you knock 100 fish. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things, you know, I feel like sometimes the big fish are out roaming around, sometimes they're not. And, you know, if, I think if we were, like, in a different situation where we were in a tournament or something, we had to catch bigger fish, we probably would have played it a little differently. Um, we were just out here to have fun and they were, I mean, at one point it was like you expected every cast to produce a fish. So like a few hours for a few hours, it was that way. Yeah. It was like, you pulled it in, you're disappointed that you didn't get a bite or you got a bite. Like how many times did you get a bite and just like, Oh, that's a little fish. And you just like pulled it out of its mouth. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, probably a hundred times or something. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was, it was active all day, just hammering all day. So, it was great, man. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but, yeah, you know, the the big fish, I feel like, still are not quite there yet for whatever reason. But I would expect the last two weeks. 
Oh, I don't know either. That was pretty scary. Yeah, we'll get out, off here. But um, we got the moonlight uh, shining in our face. How romantic is this? It is, dude. I would totally have sex with you. Well, if you weren't wearing waders, I, it's impossible to finger through waders. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh man, as uh, if it wasn't true, it wouldn't be funny, right? Yeah, I cried. <laughs> All right, we'll get off here and give Chris some headlight, but uh, oh, yeah. oh, thank God you said right. <laughs> give Chris some head. <laughs> All right. So romantic. We just need some music playing, you know, some violin. Exercise to get to, to improve. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh all right well we'll sign off here um yeah I, we got a tree coming hang on right chris yeah go right like hard right all right uh anyways um oh, yeah. it, it was fun it's a huge ass tree <laughs> on the left side of the river chris almost ran us into it uh yeah that's true um all right. <laughs> Just digging. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I got a couple. El There's another tree to your right. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we'll sign off here. It was a good time. Uh, as always, free the fighter. Free the fighter.